So on the last episode, we got to talk a little bit about the uh, new Santa Fe, the 2024 uh, Santa Fe, which uh, got those Land Rover looks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> say, right? Yeah, big, sure. big lift gate in the, in the rear, very mm-hmm. uh, adventurous vehicle like we mentioned a couple of times during the podcast episode. And you couldn't really talk about it because we only saw it, I only saw it at the LA Auto Show to yeah. be able to see it up close. But you got to drive it in Korea. Yeah, uh, actually, you know, a couple of days before it was unveiled in uh, in LA. Uh, of course, there was an embargo, so we couldn't talk about driving impressions or anything like that, about the performance. Um, but nevertheless, you know, obviously, this is the fifth uh, generation for, for the Santa Fe. It's much bigger now, as we've discussed, and they're trying to... Uh, have more of a separation between the the Tucson and um, and the Santa Fe. One thing that's interesting about this vehicle is that you know truly it was designed um, from the inside out, so to speak, and starting with the with the rear hatch. You know that that was the starting point for for the vehicle, according to the uh, designers that 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 put it together. Um, they discovered obviously during the pandemic, a lot of people were going out and, you know, going out, uh, doing stuff with their vehicles and trying to get out of their house and to, mm-hmm. you know, go out and camping or whatever into, into the wilds. And so they decided to make the, the Santa Fe more, uh, usable from, from, from that standpoint. Also three rows, uh, standard, uh, seating now. Yep. So again, uh, it's a big vehicle and, in terms of uh, engines and powertrains, uh, basically now we have two because they've dropped the normally aspirated 2.5 liter engine. And for for um, uh, Canada, they'll be offering it with the 2.5 liter turbo uh, engine, and which is just shy of two, uh, 300 horsepower. But in terms of torque, it's like 311 pounds feet of torque. It's it's a big heavy vehicle, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like two point. It looks big. Yeah, it's yeah, two point yeah. two tons, metric tons. Um, so it's not quick, you know. I'll tell you that right right off the bat. It's not quick, um, even though it's got a good uh, transmission. It's got the eight speed uh, double clutch uh, transmission, so that's that's really nice. I, the key thing about this vehicle is really. Uh, how smooth it is. You know, the transmission shifts very, very smoothly. Mm-hmm. It's very quiet. It's very comfortable, but it's not fast. You know, yeah. it's not something that you really enjoy driving. If you're really into driving dynamics and, you know, carving corners once in a while, even if it's just an off-ramp or an on-ramp, and you're in, in, you're in that snack bracket and that type of vehicle, obviously, you know, the, the, the car to get is the Mazda CX-50. You know, it's much, much, much better driving car than the Santa Fe is. But in terms of quietness and ride comfort, I was really impressed yeah. with the, uh, with the Santa Fe. It's very, very quiet. It looks, it's very boxy, but it's still, it's very aerodynamic. It's actually more aerodynamic than the, the previous generation, uh, Santa Fe. And I think that helps a lot with like the, the wind noise, road noise, things like that. But, and also, you know, getting the laminated glass up front and things, things like that, that really, they, they, I think they really did a lot of work in terms of uh, making the car, you know, quieter, more, a little bit more plush also. Oh, you know, when, it, yeah. you, when you're inside this vehicle um, with the screen that's been lifted uh, from the Ionic 6, you know, it looks very much more upscale. And we were talking about the Land Rover reference. You know, there's one thing I, I noticed when you look at the steering wheel from the Santa Fe, 
It looks exactly like the steering wheel out of a, a Land Rover vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on the pictures. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, it it, all the, it's missing is just a Land Rover <laughs> name, you know. But it looks exactly the same. So, I mean, they say you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? And so <laughs> this this, uh, this vehicle does that really to a T. I think it, I think it looks good. There's a couple of neat features as well. There's sort of like a grab handle on the side that you can sort of like step on the rear tire and then put your hand through a grab handle to access the roof. Okay. Uh, so you want to take down a kayak or something? Yeah, exactly. Like a bike. Like Celine Dion take it's a kayak. A, yeah, take that's a, it. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a, there's that which is uh, which is kind of neat and. Um, Obviously, also, you know, the, with the higher end models, you get stuff like dual chargers for cell phone charge to uh, cell phones up front. Um, in terms of uh, fuel consumption, you know, we didn't drive it in the city. We only drove it in uh, on highways yep. and also on country roads. And with the 2.5 liter turbo, I got 8.8 liters to 100 average. So if you throw in some city driving, of course, they didn't want us to drive through Seoul traffic, you know, because it was like really insane. So we we were actually we were we were bussed out to somewhere in the countryside <laughs> to get the vehicles and drive on from there. Um, and with and with the hybrid, there's also a hybrid version, obviously with the 1.6. Uh, Did you get liter. to drive that one yeah, as well? We drove yeah. that one as well. Okay. That doesn't get the eight-speed uh, double clutch transmission; gets a regular six-speed automatic. And so you've got uh, obviously less power, less torque. And with that vehicle, we got. Um, uh, I think it was like a little over or a little under seven liters per per one hundred. So, mm. but again, no no city driving, yeah. just highway and. But that's really pretty much pretty impressive for you know, that for, for, that size for of the size a, that vehicle. You know, vehicle. Having said that, you know you're not you know you you can have to time it really well if you're going to pass a truck on a two lane highway, you know, a country road or something like that because there's not that much power under mm. under your right foot. But like I said, if you're looking if you're not keen on performance or dynamics or anything like that, and you want something that's roomy, that's comfortable and that looks pretty darn good as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good choice. Uh, the hybrid model is going to be standard. That's the hybrid powertrain standard in Canada. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, the turbocharge goes and it's the other way around in the U.S. Exactly. Okay. In, the, in the U.S., the, um, the, the hybrid is the, uh, is not the base model. It's the 2.5 turbo. Yeah. But in Canada, the, the base will be the, the hybrid and the higher end models will get the 2.5. The two point, the Santa Fe's with the 2.5 liter turbocharged engines are built in Montgomery, Alabama. So it's a bit closer in terms of, uh, you know, getting trucks or getting these vehicles right, to us. Right, so. so those will be the first ones to, to land here at, at Canadian dealerships. The hybrids are produced uh, still in Korea. That's right. So yes, it's going to take a few more, uh, a few more weeks before they, they get on stream. Okay. So that's the key uh, difference. That's the reason why you're going to see the 2.5 turbo on the market sooner okay. than the, uh, the hybrid version. All right. And now you've had the opportunity to drive another Mercedes AMG, the GT Coupe. Yes, so. yes. So you're familiar with that vehicle. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, a couple of questions arose when um, uh, the generation changed because uh, a lot of things have been brought on board the new AMG GT Coupe. A lot of things left um, 
the vehicle as well, and we'll talk about that. But one of the main characters of the uh, the Mercedes-Benz family joined is the uh, all-wheel drive, the Formatic Plus system, mm-hmm. which the older generation was only rear-wheel drive. Now, that means a lot for the vehicle because it changes the whole dynamic. For sure, but it's also the same thing with the SL. Yep, you know, same platform. It's the they, same platform. They have the same and platform. The SL also has the all-wheel drive now. Yeah, so the formatic plus. That's a big, uh, big step. So it changes a lot with the vehicle mm-hmm. in terms of driving dynamics because it's not the constantly trying to kill you type car <laughs> it used to be. It wasn't all that bad. I mean, I've driven worse cars, but mm-hmm. but you know, or better cars it, it, depending on what uh, what what day you're 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 driving it. Uh, but the formatic plus system kind of brings, you know, it's going to bring more buyers into it. It's going to, you know, bring maybe a, 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 a older class of buyers that are, were a little bit more afraid of the, of the, of the uh, rear wheel drive car because it could snap on you. Uh, but still, uh, uh, the V8 four liter uh, turbocharged engine, which is, uh, still the same kind of uh, power output. We're looking at 577 for uh, uh, the 63 variant, mm-hmm. and there's a 55 variant, which is 469 horsepower. Um, plenty of power, of course. No hybrid stuff under the hood, not at this time. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, obviously, and AMG say that it's going to come at some point. There's going to be a full electric AMG GT at some point, but for now... It's kind of fun to know or to drive a vehicle that's, that's not because everybody, you know, every member of the Mercedes-Benz family is getting the EQ technology and then yeah. EQ boost and this yeah. and that. And then when you drive the new AMG GT, yes, there's an all-wheel drive system now on it, but it's still the same, you know, V8, you know, like amazingly sounding uh, mm-hmm. uh, engine that that's, uh, it carries over. Uh, there's all kinds of, uh, obviously in the inside, it's completely different. I mean, if you remember yeah. that the, the, mm-hmm. the other generation was a little bit tiny, it's still tiny, but now you can have an option for two seats in the rear. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody with legs, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> obviously, because it's, yeah. you know, maybe for very small children, children or, so, you know, a, a grocery bags, uh, at, at some extent. Uh, but, uh, a little bit better. Visibility. They tried to make it, you know, according to the style of the GT, it still has the same, you know, swooping lines. So it's very difficult to get any visibility of that vehicle. I think it was a little bit better, but uh, compared to the other generation when I sat in it, but it's still very large A pillars. And when you're backing up, a, you know, any backup maneuver is just, you can't see anything. Um, Screens, obviously, at Mercedes-Benz, that's the same, you know, horizontal screen in the front. There's a, there's a digital uh, uh, um, a cluster as well. A uh, little bit more ergonomic. Uh, before, you used to have to kind of play around with the controls and stuff, you know, with the manual uh, controls was a little bit tricky. And the infotainment system was much trickier. Now it's the same as you get uh, with, with, with other uh, vehicles in the Mercedes lineup. Uh, since there's no hybrid uh, component to the, the engine, so there's not uh, the, the, the the chassis components are not electrified, so they're using a hydraulic uh, system, suspension, system, yeah, suspension exactly. system with a mm. with a central system, a pump that you can basically calibrate each wheel individually according to the drive modes. It's a very complicated system. It works, you know, tremendously well. Uh, I was surprised with switching through the drive modes. I mean, in comfort mode, the vehicle is much more comfortable than yeah. it was in the other generation. But in sport mode, 
it doesn't lose any of that comfort. It just gives you more, you know, it's more swift. It's more, you know, uh, 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 quicker. It's more, you know, it shifts better. Uh, it's just the suspension is better, but it doesn't compromise that much of uh, uh, comfort, which is what was pretty impressive to me. Obviously, uh, Sport Plus mode, they try to make it a little bit more tail happy for those you know remin reminiscent of the old model yeah because they just send more more torque to the rear wheels uh, you know and, obviously yeah, you know obviously. sending everything in the back mm. and there's a race mode obviously to clock times on 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 the racetrack which no one will do which no one will do with this specific vehicle because uh, you know they're 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 expecting more variants there was the r variant yeah, as well course. the gtr uh, yeah. variant which is uh, uh yeah i would try that, that, that but yeah. that would, it will yeah. probably come mm. uh, but for this vehicle i think it's a brother for this you know the 55 and the 63 is a brother it's it, they're making it more accessible for a broader audience with the all-wheel drive system and it's it's a little bit more Did they talk about golf bags domesticated <laughs> <laughs> did they talk about golf bags I, I, I i'm pretty sure you can fit a golf bag in the rear obviously but that's saying a lot about putting that vehicle in the in yeah, other exactly. people's uh, hands yeah um Obviously, uh, well, uh, braking, yeah. you know, absolutely, uh, too, almost too much braking. So mm -hmm. there's the, there's no lacking of that. Um, what I don't really like about, uh, and it's a very, very small detail at Mercedes, but they have now the, uh, the door handles that pop out. Yeah. And then you get close to the vehicle. Sometimes they pop out at the right time. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you lock them, but you still need to get into the car. You can't snatch them back. It's a little detail that I found that it was, uh, make it more traditional if you're gonna, you know, mm -hmm. go towards that market. Maybe older people will say, "Oh, I, I don't like the, uh, the the door handles." Uh, but otherwise, a good drive. Uh, and to say we always make a comparison with this vehicle with the 911, yeah. right? We always say, you know, does it does it uh, have as much character? Does it have? Can it compete? I don't really think so. <laughs> uh, you know, because it lost some of that. Soul yeah. that 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 yeah. soul from the rear wheel drive. I, I I don't you know as a as a passionate car driver, you know I I I like the other model. I like this one as well. It's just it's so domesticated compared to the other generation. And if you're a nine eleven person, you know you might not be. Mm -hmm. as trilled it's going to be some the you know the the, the the this new gt is more gt than it was ever before so mm -hmm. very powerful but a little bit more tame and maybe a little bit less spice that you would find in mm -hmm. you know you're not going to find you you're going to find in the 911 lineup but maybe you're not going to find with the gt so so gab you uh drove a three-row vehicle that yeah. we're not going to see very often <laughs> in that three-row configuration uh the land rover defender 130 yeah the 130 you know obviously you know everybody knows the what the land rover the new land rover defender looks like i mean it's even a lego model for crying out loud so <laughs> so that's that's how popular that is very boxy obviously um but now they've come out with this new 130 uh, variant which is much longer yeah um so you're talking about about a foot longer, I would say, than the uh, the 110. Mm -hmm. um, and so the whole idea behind this is to have a vehicle that is suitable for off-road driving and still have three rows of seats uh, inside inside the vehicle. Now, right. the, the tester that I had was pretty 
it looked pretty badass, I gotta say. It was all black and it was like a matte black. It was wrapped, you know, with the, the bodywork with, with that matte uh, wrapping. And um, it looked really, really cool. I mean, I got a lot of looks uh, on this vehicle. A lot of women were actually <laughs> fascinated by it. It was kind of strange, but nevertheless. So this car has, you know, like off-road tires, a little bit more uh, ride height. Yep. There's a ladder on the side of it, you know, the, the top portion of the, uh, of the glass. Of course, yeah. So you can step on the, uh, the rear tire or open the rear door, and then you can sort of like climb using the, the ladder to get to the roof rack that's on top of it. I went and got a Christmas tree with the thing, you know, that's, <laughs> that was pretty nice to get up the ladder and throw the Christmas tree up there and tie it up. But, um. Oh, so you put it on the top? Yeah, of oh, course. Oh, nice. Put that inside. Yeah, yeah, because it's gonna, it's gonna make a mess. needles right? everywhere and that's, you know, that, that like tree sap or whatever. I didn't want to ruin the finish or anything Obviously. like that. So yeah, put it on top. <laughs> but with the, the, with the, with the knobby tires and the more ride height and this roof rack on top, it doesn't fit in underground parking lots in the city. I found that out. So, okay. you have, yeah. So, depending on it's the, a bit of an issue there. But nevertheless. But you can lower the suspension a yeah, little bit, but, but you don't want to risk it, especially with the tree on top, right? <laughs> well, I didn't carry the tree inside the thing. But nevertheless, um, you know, it's got, it's got good, Good power, obviously. It's got the, the, mine had the six cylinder engine. The P400. Exactly. Yeah, P400. Yeah. So it's, it's a do it all engine. For, yeah. For, it's pretty, for, yeah. it's pretty smooth. It's pretty silky. And, um, and, uh, obviously, you know, this is not a vehicle that gets great gas mileage. It's about as aerodynamic as a brick. Yeah. You know, it's like very tall and, and very boxy. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, the presence uh, that it has, and it, it's also not a vehicle that you want to drive fast. You know, it's a vehicle that you you're quite content with, like following the speed limit and things like that. How comfortable is it? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's not that much of a rough ride. Obviously, with the with the knobby tires, you get yeah. a bit of road noise and things like that. And you know, but it's a long wheelbase vehicle. You know, it's like it's it's much longer than than the one ten or the ninety. So it that kind of like uh, tends to smoothen things out um very well appointed inside um and uh you you have that nice screen obviously in in uh, in the center you get uh, wireless uh, apple carplay things mm. like that so no it was a it was a really um it's a, it's really a cool vehicle but as always you know with land rover first, first of all it's very expensive you know and base price was ninety three thousand. throw in a few options that my tester had were north of a hundred thousand dollars canadian yeah so that's quite quite a significant chunk of change but i think you know when you talk about Land Rover, I mean, we tend to harp on that sometimes, but it's, it's really the reliability, you know, the long-term reliability after three years on the road, they don't have that. Uh, if you look at all the surveys from JD Power, the vehicle dependability survey that measures owner satisfaction after three years of ownership of the vehicle, that's where they, they tend to take a major hit. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take, a, you know, I didn't have any issues uh, with reliability or any of the systems of the of this Defender that I drove for a week. Everything went flawlessly. But, you know, that's only a week's worth of, of driving. And also, it's going to take a while before they can, Land Rover can increase their scores in terms of, because yes. you know, it's going to take a while for this new vehicle to be on the road for three years yeah. and to see how it fares yeah. down, down the line. So that's the, the key thing, maybe the, um, the one thing that... Uh, 
would like uh, make you think twice about you know getting into that uh, vehicles the the long term uh, reliability but uh, man it was really quite a looker yeah and it you know it, it does it, look great and it, yeah it, it it did the job really well the question i have for you is that you know you're in a certain price bracket yeah. with the defender and it's a three-row vehicle right mm -hmm. so you're you're a, f a small family uh you got a hundred thousand dollars to spend yeah. in a three-row family hauler and there's plenty of choice out there yeah. in luxury brands and I mean, I get in the Defender and I'm like, there's a lot of nuts and bolts. I yeah. love it. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of plastic here and there. Um, grab handles grab everywhere. Handles everywhere. Yeah. But what about someone who wants, you know, that comfort for the kids in the rear yeah. or like the third row seating and stuff yeah. like that? Is it in terms of comfort at par with another hundred thousand dollars to say like a, a like a, a, a Mercedes Benz or, a, yeah. a, you know? Well, obviously, but, you know, they, there's some trade offs with the Defender because they want to keep that off road capability yes, yes. which a lot of the other SUVs don't really have you yeah. know so but they, one, pretend, they pretend to have but oh, they yeah, don't exactly. and then that one really has it this one has it <laughs> obviously it's a long wheelbase vehicle so it's, it's going to be tricky if you get into some very tight trails and things like that but nevertheless you know with Land Rover it's all about off-road ability and that that capability that's yeah sort of like designed into each one of their in their vehicles that of course you know that you're going to have some compromise some trade-off yeah. as far yeah. as comfort is concerned and yeah. things like that but nevertheless you know if there's one thing issue with 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 this 130 that i drove <clears throat> it's because of course you've got the rear uh spare tire hanging off the back yeah it's pretty long. It's make it even longer. So yeah. even when you're parking in like parking lots and shopping malls and things like that, when you're backing out of a space, you have to be very careful, you know, not to hit the other row of cars <laughs> that's behind you. You sort of have to, have to do it like two or three forward, backward, forward, backward before yeah. you can get out. And um, you know, you're talking about rear visibility through the the center mirror. You can't see a thing. Because yeah, because of the, of the tires. Kind of, of the tire, yeah. and even the backup camera, <laughs> the tire yeah, interferes. <laughs> so. But nevertheless, you know, it's um, once you get used to these these kind yeah. of hangups, I mean, it's going to work. But uh, no, yeah, it's a very, very good looking uh, truck. Got a lot of thumbs up from all kinds of people about this. Probably had to do with the matte black paint. You yeah, know, it's just Darth Vader, your car is here kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So we're still got a couple of weeks on the road ahead of us uh, before the holidays. Uh, I'm going to go out to uh, California to drive the Chevrolet Blazer EV, which is an important vehicle in Canada and the US, and uh, get our impressions on this one. And you're going out much further to drive <laughs> yeah. some uh, very unknown vehicles. We don't really know exactly, <laughs> but something's cooking at Audi yeah. and you're going to be there to see it. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Oman. Oman is a small country, uh, Arabian country, uh, which is sort of like uh, very close to Saudi Arabia, Yemen, and of course also the uh, United Arab Emirates. And we're going there to drive uh, the new lineup for the A3 family. So obviously Audi's a small compact car. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to be looking at A3, S3, and possibly even RS3. And also we're going to drive some some prototypes. They call them prototypes, but basically what what I think is going to we're going to drive is the new updated um e-tron GT. Uh it's going to need, 
you know, they're going to do a facelift of this of this car. It's been on the market for a while, yep. but they're also with the uh, new architecture that they've they're sharing with Porsche, developing new models, and they've developed new. Uh, electric motors, new batteries as well. So I think they're going to introduce us to the fact that this new e-tron GT will get, you know, more efficient, more powerful motors, and also perhaps more range from from this new battery. So that's something that I'm really looking forward yeah. to because that's been a bit of an issue with the e-tron GT and also the Taycan yeah. as uh, the limited range when you compare it to the uh, competition. Having said that, you know, there when they say you've got Yeah, 400 kilometers of range. You're gonna get 400 kilometers yeah, of, right, of range, right. except not, for, except with us in the middle of winter. But that's about <laughs> it. In the desert, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I'm I'm looking forward to um, to driving that and to see uh, see what that's all about. And of course, we'll report back on that when we get back. Perfect. Well, thanks for everything, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks to uh, to report on uh, uh, the various events we're attending. Uh, follow us on uh, the web, uh, carguideweb.com, also on YouTube and uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook for everything automotive. Thank you for watching. See you next time. Take care and so long. Thank you for listening to the Car Guide Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you'd like. Visit us at carguideweb.com for daily updates and news on everything auto, as well as weekly reviews and drives. You can also follow us on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at The Official Car Guide.